0: hello everyone welcome to coffee talk with a it's me once again my name is a and i'm a transformational life coach Hey, where are you guys today? How are you spending your Saturday afternoon? Well, I hope you all are having a good time because it's weekend. Time flies so fast. I felt like I was just recording my podcast last week and here we are on our third episode. Yay! Shout out to my friends out there who answered and provided me some real insights for my question in my Facebook page about our topic today. Hindi ko nababangitin mga name nyo ha. I'm sure a lot of us can relate for today's topic. So, I'm going to give you something I haven't really talked about even in my vlogs and on my YouTube channel. This episode is giving me the opportunity to talk about it freely. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. So, grab your coffee, sit, relax, and enjoy. I've been getting a lot of consultations around relationships and common reason and challenges for these relationships is because of cheating. And I'm not only talking about women experiencing men cheating on them, but men experiencing women cheating on them too. I believe a lot of us out there are asking, why do men or women cheat? What does it take for a man or a woman to not cheat? This is a very intriguing question and now I will give my best to give you clarity and some more insights around this topic. I was thinking about doing a documentary for my YouTube channel about a year ago and I wanted to interview men who cheated on their girlfriend or wife. Unfortunately, it did materialize because I don't want to invade someone else's privacy. So today, I will be talking about this freely. We're not going to only identify why do men... Or women cheat, but we will try to give more insights as to why especially women stays in a toxic relationship where their husbands are cheating on them numerous times. We will also be talking about, is forgiveness necessary? Can we still trust the person after we learn of them cheating or being unfaithful to the relationship? Is forgiveness going to mend the relationship? Can we still continue with the relationship after we learn that our partner has cheated on us? Is it right to keep the relationship when the infidelity is out in the open? How can you protect your child continuously if you have a child or if you are in a marriage setup or if you are um, building a family? How does this impact you as the receiver? What have you been telling yourself if you're a victim of someone you know, cheating on you? My purpose is for you to be empowered in making the right choices in life so you can live with peace by living a life with clarity and purpose. And I do hope today I will be able to serve you all well. Well, let me introduce to you our sender who came from or who is from Batangas, to be exact, somewhere in Malvar, Batangas. And this is not her own experience, but this scent uh in behalf of her employer she asked a question about how many times is forgiveness should be given to someone who cheats and then later on explains the reason why her employer is still staying in that relationship let's listen to the voice message of linda not her real name from alvar batakas
1: tanong ilang beses magpatawad ang asawa na naglolo ko para sa akin po ay habang pa ang pasensya sa asawang mga asawang ganito dahil po sa mga asawang nagpapatawad ito po ay dahil may pinagtatakpan po siya tulad na mga anak para lang po hindi masaktan ang kanyang mga anak sa ginagawa po ng tao o asawang naglulokong. Dahil po iniingatan na lang po ng babae o lalaki para sa pamilya nila. Kahit po sila'y nasasaktan ha, kakatawid parehong nasapuso nila dahil nananeg parehong po ang pagiging pamilya para sa kanya
0: thank you so much Linda for sending the question on behalf of your employer Riz. Ladies and gentlemen, Riz is my client and has been talking about her current situation and her struggles with her husband who was having an affair and this wasn't the first time but several times and this time her husband had a child with his mistress. The affairs have been happening for several reels now and Riz and her husband had a child as well. It was not only about the affairs and infidelity that Riz was having trouble with but their relationship with each other as different individuals she's been experiencing emotional and verbal abuse and this is being witnessed by their child so let's unpack the question and statement of linda and um, let me put that in four bullets how many times do we need to forgive an unfaithful partner husband or wife Linda was with Riz for so long and so I believe Linda was looking at how Riz was handling her marriage and have witnessed what was happening. She mentioned that Riz has been very patient and forgiving with her husband. The reason is that she needs to protect her kid or their only child to not get hurt by what the father was doing and Rhys was forgiving regardless of her husband's many affairs because she wants to keep her family intact the same way her mom did for her family where her dad had other marital affairs anyone who can relate to this scenario Chris, I know you're listening right now and thank you for letting Linda ask the questions you have been asking yourself for so long. I hope you're doing well. And from the last time we spoke, I know we have been making huge decisions to change the course of your life. And I want you to know that I'm so proud of you and that I'm really, really happy for you. I would like to provide awareness and support to those who have experienced being cheated on you know after you've given everything for the person to the person after you have given those love affection time and support and all and then this person cheated on you that is so painful you know i i can't imagine how you're going through with this pain when you learn that someone you love has been unfaithful to you so this is a guide for you on how to handle when face something like this, when someone takes advantage of you. And this is to, you know, empower you in making your future decisions as you become stronger in building your own personal boundaries. And if you haven't experienced this, and I hope you won't, I am genuinely happy for you. And I hope you will learn from here so you'd be more careful in your future relationships. But first, let me share with you the most relevant stats in terms of cheating here in the Philippines. Based on a report from the National Commission on the Role of Filipino Women in 2009, marital infidelity is one of the major causes of stress among Filipino couples, with about 36% of men and 2% of women engaging in extra-marital affairs. In general, men are more likely than women to cheat. Which is 20 percent of men and 13 percent of women reported to have cheated on their wives or husbands and this data came from recent general social survey or gss and studies suggest around 30 to 40 percent of unmarried relationships and 18 to 20 percent of marriages sees at least one incident of sexual infidelity and It is estimated that if someone cheated before, there is a 350% chance that they will cheat again compared to those who have never cheated. So these are huge facts and this is really happening and this is the reality and this is the current challenges of any people who are in a relationship and we need to face and be prepared and be ready on how we will be handling when we are faced in this scenario. these data are so important to know because this is real infidelity does not only happens to anyone you knew but it can happen to you too so let's find out what jay shetty has to say about why men cheat if you've listened to his podcast on purpose he mentioned eight things why men cheat according to science and i would like to enumerate these eight things that we need to know why men cheat so we will find insights and uh, probably understand why Men commit cheating within our relationship. Number one is because of sexual desires. Just that's, that's just it. Sexual desires. Men just wanted to experiment, they just want to experience different pleasure, they just wanted to have sex. Men engage in different sexual partners because of unfulfilled sexual desires. And this is why open communication is so important. People in a relationship should be able to freely express and communicate their sexual desires, their expectations, their wants, and their needs to their partners. Number two, it is because of anger. And this is a type of emotion that might be sitting in there for so long unresolved. Or to simplify, probably you had a fight and this is a kind of person who just walks away and shut himself up and then just go to a bar and then it just happened so anger might result to an act because we are basing our actions and decisions based on our emotions and being angry and being in pain will make us think irrationally and later on regret what we did Number three and number four is somehow correlated. Men cheat because of lack of love and a feel of neglect. And it might be a lack of love and neglect from their parents or previous experiences that made them feel unloved, unheard, undervalued, unappreciated. And so they search for these emotional satisfaction through cheating and or engaging in sexual activities thinking they will find these missing pieces in their lives that is why self-awareness is so important so you would understand yourself better and manage your life effectively number five It is because of lack of commitment and for me, I would like to say it is also because of lack of self-discipline because sometimes when we are so eager to commit in that relationship, we tend to ignore the boundaries we set or if probably we did not set boundaries at the start of the relationship. Especially when we're still in the talking stage and we are intending to, you know, level up this kind of relationship and we agreed and made the conscious decision to enter into that commitment and sometimes we fail to express and set expectations about our boundaries and what's going to be our standpoint if these boundaries are violated or overstepped by your partner. So you have to make sure what cheating is you have to be able to define what cheating is for you you have to be clear what cheating is for you is cheating only considered if there is a sexual activities or is texting casually to different people also considered as cheating so you have to be able to communicate that with your partners and be clear about it and be clear about what's gonna happen next and what's gonna be your standpoint and what's gonna be your decision and how will you feel about it if this happens within the relationship number six is the situational factor it can be Maybe you are on a vacation or this person is on a vacation or is having a time of his life and attending parties probably and they have this opportunity to boost their self-esteem and sustain their ego. I actually asked one of my friends and ask him why he cheated on his girlfriend for seven years when they have a very nice and amazing relationship. And I was kind of surprised with his answer when he said that he just wanted to know if he's still in the game or if he's still in the market. And it doesn't have to have meaning, but just wanted to feel the excitement once again uh, and be in that game again. And somehow this is connected to the number seven, Reason why men cheat? It is because the desire for variety. Men sometimes feel bored, and they cannot say it or they cannot admit that to you because they are scared and uh, doesn't want to offend you, and so they do this act of sexual activities or probably uh, commit this act of cheating out of the desire of them wanting to have sex with another person and they don't wanna they don't wanna tell you that truth is because they don't want to hurt you but in the end cheating is still painful to the receiver Uh, it is because you are in a committed relationship and you agreed to be in that exclusive relationship and and nurture that relationship together But for men, they just wanted to fulfill their sexual fantasies with different partners And this boils down to lack of self-discipline and communication And remember it is not your fault Number 8, this is because of the 7th year itch During the relationship, men and women are more likely to cheat And don't get me wrong, please don't get pressured by counting the years of your relationship according to these studies this is for awareness, and so we need to know this trend. So we will gonna you know, be able to manage it if this, you know, if this happens to you or if this is somehow manifesting in your relationship at the moment. According to study by the American Social Review, women decrease when they reach the seventh year, while men increase while they are with their wives or partners for 20 years, then starts to decrease again. And, um, you know, relationships needs to be nurtured at all aspects. Regardless of how long you are in the relationship, relationships should be nurtured continuously. Because it is about consistency in creating healthy and robust relationships through communication and connection. And it is not easy because it requires daily hard work for both of you. So, According to these eight studies, people cheat because they lack of love or they felt neglected or they just wanted to sustain their ego. But to be honest, the reason why this is happening, the reason why people is not contented uh, with what they have, it's because they are not grounded with their purpose. They do not know what they want, what their desires are, what what they want to do with their lives or their purpose. And so they don't feel fulfilled in their lives. And they thought that having these such activities, going with different partners would satisfy them. Yes, it will temporarily. But, you know, if you want to find fulfillment in your life, then you have to know what you really want to do with your life. And how do you want to serve Uh, wi- wi- with how you're actually living in this life so that's the reason why people are so unhappy right now because we just wanted to feel temporarily happiness instead of looking for a fulfillment in our lives and it's a it's a very sad truth but as an additional insights um another factor that um i'm able to research is that um men or women cheat based on economical dependencies. According to American Social Review, they conducted a study to around 2,800 people between 18 to 30 years old last 2015 and they found out that 15% of men who are economically dependent to their wives cheats, compared to 5% depending women. Meaning to say lang nito is that maraming lalaki ang nag-cheat no? or nangangaliwa um, if mas kumikita ng mas malaki ang mga asawa nila or partners nila compared sa mga babae na kumikita ng mas malaki, mas lesser yung trend na nagkakaroon ng instances of cheating pero sa mga lalaki na dependent sa kanila mga partners ng mga babae there are studies that says that Mas malaki yung trend nitong mga lalaki na to na nag cheats na dependent sa kanilang mga asawa. And understandably, based on sa studies na sinabi ni Jay Shetty, it is because men just wanted to fulfill their ego. No, nakukuha nila yung satisfaction na yung when they feel they're needed or when they feel like someone accepted them or or may kumagat doon sa kanilang uh, strategy in seducing or probably being available to different women. So, nandun yung emotional satisfaction ng mga lalaki. That's why they commit this, you know, cheating activities outside or within that relationship. And we have to understand that these are some factors that we need to understand so we can also prepare uh, and secure our relationships then. But then again, later on, um, I would like us to really be able to answer Uh, Linda's questions that it is not our responsibility to fix these men. It is not our responsibility to make them change. You know, well, imagine being ungrateful makes us unfaithful because we lack of self-discipline and contentment. And most likely, ito yung nangyayari sa sa mga relationships ngayon because we would like to find satisfaction somewhere else instead of nurturing that many good things happening in front of us. We keep on looking somewhere else kasi may kulang tayo sa sarili natin. Grace, what I'm about to say may be too harsh for you to hear, but I will give you an honest um, insights because at the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered and gain control of your life for you and for your child. I know at this time you have already made decisions as you start rebuilding your life and I'm so proud of you. I want to go back to Linda's question and let me provide you insights. Linda said, how many times do we need to forgive an unfaithful partner, husband, or wife? Forgiveness is not mandatory, it's optional. I know this may sound unpopular for some people's beliefs, but you have to decide for yourself. You have to understand what forgiveness means to you. Forgiveness is different from tolerating mistakes and behaviors forgiveness is for you to have peace and free you up from hatred in your heart while tolerating someone's behavior means you accept what you just tolerate and that you are settling for less you attract what you settle for so if you want to forgive your husband go ahead but you have to be clear why you wanted to forgive and regardless if you've forgiven him or not you also need to make a decision if you want to continue the relationship or not. Because forgiving someone doesn't mean you will have to continue with that relationship. And I hope that is clear. The reason, and Linda said that the reason why you are protecting your kid uh it's because you don't want your kid to get hurt by what the father was actually doing and i understand why you wanted to protect your kid and that you tried your best to ensure that your child's perception of his father remains wholesome and respectful but you know what him seeing you suffer and not able to stand firm to how you protect yourself has a greater impact to him as well it will only cause him to strongly feel negative about his father because of how he sees you suffer just the same your child is suffering too he might be confused about why you're allowing this to happen or he might think that you're suffering and enduring everything because you want your family to stay intact because of him Later on, he will blame himself for your pain. This will create a negative belief in himself in the long run, affecting his self-esteem and self-confidence. We as mothers have higher influence with our kids. And it's so painful to see, uh, for them, it's too painful to see us suffering and in pain and, you know, living a life in misery and probably right now he won't understand that but later on he will have that picture in your in his head how you're actually suffering because you wanted him to have a family and linda also mentioned that you were forgiving regardless of your husband's many affairs because you want to keep the family intact the same way your mom did when uh your dad had other marital infidelities i know that we've talked about this before the real reason why you kept this marriage is that you see yourself in your mom's shoes and you try to mirror her you would like to have a family for your kid you are mirroring your own family to your family which is you know a a trauma response and that trauma is fear fear of not having an ideal family fear of being alone, fear of being judged, and fear of what others have to say about you. Your dad is not your husband, and you're not your mom. Your situation is different from what your parents had encountered, and you should stop your decisions based on how you see your own family, but approach it in such a way that you are responding based on what's happening in front of you at present. This is not only for your race. This is for everyone. When we allow someone to disrespect us, we are also giving them the power to hurt us. When we do not know how to value ourselves, we should not expect people to see our worth. Because we accept what we tolerate. So what's next? And this question is not only for race, but for all of us, especially for those who have been a victim of cheating. What do you want to do next after you learn that your partner or husband or wife cheated on you? And I would like to quote something Jay Shetty mentioned in his podcast, On Purpose. And I would like you guys to follow him and also listen to his very insightful um on purpose podcast because you will learn a lot of things from it um he mentioned three things as part of his insights and i'm so touched and moved by what he mentioned and actually posted this in my facebook page and he said that to the person who actually uh about to commit you know the act of cheating or for the person who committed you know the act of cheating he said that don't make someone believe that they are the one if they are just another one they won't question you but they will question love don't make someone believe that you love them if you can't love them remember they won't question you they will question love don't make someone fall in love with you if you can't follow up with it Don't make someone believe that they're amazing and incredible when you're not ready to make them feel that for a long time. Don't make someone believe that you're there for them when you're going to be around for a bit. You're not only affecting their lives and their future relationships. You are making that person believe that they can trust people. This is his message to people who are choosing, you know, the wrong path of cheating, of being in an affair with someone uh, uh, within the relationship And and for those people who are actually thinking about leaving that relationship because of another person and not being honest to your partner, is this the kind of energy that you wanted to leave in this world? Is this the kind of legacy that you wanted to leave? You know this kind of story that your grandchildren and children to be uh, would like to know about what you did i know this is kind of uh, harsh to say but we are all responsible for how others might think about relationships because people are losing trust in terms of commitment and it is because we're playing and making love so hard to find and relationship so hard to fulfill because of our decisions and jct would like us to really think clearly if he really wanted to enter into a committed relationship because if not then just don't do it and for the receiver he said something like don't be too quick to trust and don't fall in love right away because we need to make sure that people is you know um worthy of that love they should earn from they should earn it they should earn our trust and love and so in the future you already know that it shouldn't be given right away and it's a lesson for me as well i'm also a victim of a relationship where my partner uh, cheated on me and we have a daughter And it's not an easy journey, but it made me the kind of person that I am now. And I wouldn't be doing this podcast helping women, you know, stand up once again and reclaim their greatness, their empowerment because of what happened to me in the past. And it made me a wiser and stronger woman right now for my kids and i want to be an example to my kids that i do not tolerate disrespect um and i do not want my kids to see me suffer because i'm allowing myself to be dis- disrespected by a man because my kids are um i have two two sons and i have a daughter and i don't want them to be in the kind of relationship uh, that i had before And Jay Shetty also mentioned another one. He said that in order for us to really manage our relationships and um, be prepared to what's going to happen next, if you're you're a victim of cheating, you have to stand by your boundaries. If you haven't set your boundaries then you have to ask yourself now, what are the things that you can accept and not accept? Is cheating something acceptable to you or not? Because if this is something acceptable to you, then you have to be ready to go through the same pain again. As he mentioned earlier in in his case studies that um, 350% of those cheaters did it again. And how sure are you that your partner right now who committed, this act of cheating will not do it again can you can you be sure and do you have this strong assurance that this will not happen again when you try to ignore and let this instance pass and accept once again that relationship you have to know if you can really accept this person again in your life and number three he said that cheating is a behavioral pattern which i truly agree if people or a person wants to change he will change because it is his decision you cannot change them they must have a desire to change there is more likely to do it again if they have committed that cheating in that relationship because of the many factors of why they did what they did a person cannot change for you a person will not only change or will only change they want to change you don't need to put that burden and pressure on yourself that maybe if I do more for this person maybe he or she will change or he or she will see my worth it doesn't work that way their choices in life is not your responsibility and you have to always remind yourself of that instead focus on how you can change your life for the better and not depend your life your happiness your worth from this person who is hurting you and this is a message I wanna shout out to the world that you are in full control of your life and your happiness and your happiness doesn't have to be dependent to the person you love because at the end of the day you will have to choose yourself if this person keeps hurting you To be in love and in a relationship is a very beautiful experience. But you have to ask yourself, what is your role in the relationship? What is your purpose in that relationship when you know you're hurt and disrespected? How can you expect honesty, truth, and commitment when you allow yourself to be disrespected? Kung mahal ka, di ka lolokohin. Di ka ng paulit-ulit. Sometimes, we ignore these signs because we make our love for them as an excuse. But if we will unmask that reason, it is because we are just too scared to face the truth that the moment we acknowledge that this person's action is a sign of disrespect to you and to your boundaries, you will lose that person. We will lose the person we love and we will be alone. Sad truth, ba? Sometimes, the pain is not about what they did to us or the act of cheating itself, but it's because we question ourselves and blame ourselves as to why they did it. We sometimes fail to see that it's not because we lack something, but because they chose it, because they are looking for something they don't have. We forget that we always have a choice, that cheating is a choice, and it's not your fault you are not responsible to the person's choices in life you are responsible to your decision if you still want to go on with someone who cheats who is disrespectful and lack of self-discipline you got to be able to stand firm with what is right for you and what you deserve than what you feel about them this is so hard because we're dealing with our emotions and how we feel about this person but if you remove your emotions your attachment your expectations of what they can be and just see things clearly between what is right and what is wrong with this person's actions, then you will know what you deserve. So Riz and everyone who are listening to this today who are experiencing being cheated on, who are confused of what to do and are asking yourselves, should you continue or not with the relationship? Ask yourselves these questions. Are you prepared to go through it again and again? Do you honestly believe in your heart that this person will change? Can you really tell yourself that you can trust this person again? Will you have peace in your heart for the rest of your life if you choose to go on with the relationship after this person cheated on you? I want you to know that you are empowered and capable to live a happy, fulfilling, and purposeful life. That there is so much more ahead of you than suffering in a relationship you don't deserve. That it is not selfishness to choose self-respect and your boundaries. That self-love becomes selfishness when you overstep someone else's boundaries. And you overstepping your own boundaries is not an act of self-love. I want you all to be happy, healed, and empowered. I want you to be the person you want to be and I know that there is nothing impossible in it. Every choice you will make now will shape the course of your life, your future. And I want you to see how amazing you can be if you free yourself from a situation where you're not valued and respected. So there guys, this is the end of today's episode and I hope you find it insightful and helpful. People, our society, and everything around us should not dictate what we deserve. We choose what we deserve. And to summarize today's episode, always know and exercise your boundaries. Define what's acceptable and not acceptable to you and stick by it. If people cannot respect those boundaries, that means they don't respect you. Let people earn your trust and your love. You just don't feed it to them right away, but remember to stay kind. You are not responsible for people's happiness and their choices in life. So never blame yourself if they chose to hurt you. Just don't go and hurt yourself by blaming yourself. Let's cancel the self-blame culture. It is not your responsibility to fix people. It is their responsibility to fix themselves. Thank you, Linda and Rhys. I hope you're doing fine. It's time to be happy. So I wish you the best in this journey. Remember that you are not alone. Bye everyone and tune in on our next episode on Saturday at 5pm. If you wish to comment about this episode, send me a DM or a voice clip via messenger or through the link posted on my Dear Besh Facebook page. Please visit my Dear best Facebook page or Instagram account Arlene Alfonso if you wish to schedule a one-on-one coaching with me and the first 45 minutes is free of charge you will also find the link to my calendly for available slots on my social media accounts i just mentioned or just send me a dm talk to you again next saturday guys and remember that life is beautiful